Welcome, Revelation Nation. It's 2024, the year of the wind. Please enjoy this deep teaching and prepare your heart to receive your blessing. Rate and share this podcast so more can hear the good news. Here's Prophet Lovi Elias. Second Corinthians chapter 11 from verse 14 to 15. And no marvel, for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. Therefore, it is no great thing if his ministers also be transformed as the ministers of righteousness, whose end shall be according to their works. Say, Father, give me the spirit of understanding. Father, give me the spirit of understanding. Give me the spirit of wisdom. Give me the spirit of wisdom. Let the spirit of revelation rest on me. Let the spirit of revelation rest on me. That I may know your ways. That I may know your ways. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. You may sit in heavenly places. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now hear me by the spirit of God. There are certain things that God will permit in your life in order to accomplish a purpose in you. Whenever God wants to do something supernatural, when God wants to do something that will defy the odds, there is a formula that God uses and if you're not wise, you'll think you're under attack but not understand that it is God trying to lift you. Whenever God has chosen a family, whenever God has chosen a people, there is an angel assigned to the family, but hell also appoints devils for the family. I feel like I'm talking to myself. Let me walk down because I feel like you're too far. Hear me by the spirit of God. Whenever a family is conceived, A family name has been given. There is an angel that is given to the purpose of that family. There is favor given to the purpose of that family. There is grace given to the purpose of that family. But at the same time, there are evil spirits and agents of darkness that are also assigned for that family. Most of the things that you're battling, some of them, it is not a demon himself. Because he knows if he comes to you as a demon, you will cast him out. So the devil has a plan B, which are called agents of darkness. I feel like I'm talking to myself. When the devil knows that you are prayerful, he will assign people that you cannot bind or rebuke. (laughs) who is an agent an agent is a representative somebody that is representing somebody somebody's cause but not necessarily them themselves exposing themselves but God has ordained it to be such because in order for you to be elevated you cannot be elevated by an evil spirit you can only be elevated by another human. So when God wants to elevate you, God will assign somebody in your life that will open a door to an agent who thinks he's about to destroy you. If you look at everyone's elevation, including the Lord Jesus' own elevation, it came through the hands of a man. 
So if you look in your life and you begin to see it is like people don't like you. People are fighting you. People are coming against you. Understand that you have been assigned for promotion. Amen. I feel like I'm talking to myself. Amen. Is this your baby? Your cousin's baby. Where's your cousin? She's at home. Don't be afraid. Nothing will happen to the baby. It will be okay. Okay? It will be fine. Don't fear. Okay? Just thank God for what God has already done. Amen. Amen. So hear me by the Spirit of God. Whenever you see men begin to challenge you, understand that God is up to something. Devils can attack you for no reason. Because it is their nature to destroy. But if a demon can pick an interest in another human being who has their own problem. But then begin to make you their problem. Understand that you have been assigned for promotion. Amen. Whenever God wants to lift you. God will put a garment on you. If you read through scripture, there are different kind of garments that God puts on your inner man that only those who are in the spirit can identify who you are, what you are, and where you're going. So when God puts his finger on you, God begins to love you. The first sign of God's love on a person is that God dresses you Without you even knowing that you have been clothed. When the prodigal son returned home, the first act of the father was to embrace him and to change his garment. You have to understand in the spirit, whenever God wants to elevate you, you cannot be elevated with the wrong garment. I feel like I'm talking to myself. When the Lord was speaking about the wedding, the bridegroom's wedding, And he invited certain people and those people did not come. He sent his servants to invite those who are in the streets. And they began to invite those who are in the streets. But those who are in the streets were told you are going to a wedding. And some came not dressed for a wedding. Yet they are invited for a wedding. When the father of the bride came into the wedding and he found them not dressed for the occasion, they were thrown out, kicked out, and they were destroyed. The law of the spirit is you cannot be elevated unless your garment is changing. Amen. But the sign of your garment changing is people start getting envious of you, even though you, let me feel, I feel like I'm talking to myself. People begin to start getting envious on you. They begin to become envious. You cannot say they are jealous because they don't own you. But they begin to find troubles and problems with you. Yet you don't even know them. They begin to say you think you're all that. You think you're special. Ah, No, no, no. They begin to block you for promotion at work. They begin to get agitated by you, yet you have only been good to them. Brother and sister, understand you are being clothed in the spirit. Hallelujah. You are being changed in the spirit. Hallelujah. 
Now this is why the Bible says, sit for two seconds. This is what the Bible says. We do not wrestle against flesh and blood. But against what? Principalities and powers. And what? Rulers of darkness. Spiritual wickedness in what? High places. You need to understand that your battle is never with a man. But the devil knows. If he comes to you, you will not fight him. You will involve God. So the devil will use people to agitate you. In order to remove you from the spirit into the... I feel like I'm talking to myself. You're teaching good. And oftentimes the devil will not use people you don't know. Mm. Mm. I feel like I'm talking to myself. The devil will begin to use people you appreciate, people you love, people you cared for, people you looked up to. He will begin to change their heart and all of a sudden their desire is to destroy you. Start wondering, but we used to be cool. We did everything together. We suffered together. How, how, how did we get to the Understand this. The devil will use men because he knows it is your nature to fight another man. But here is the problem. If you fight another man, you're fighting your promotion. I, I will say that again. When you wrestle against man, you're fighting your what? Promotion. You're fighting your elevation. You're fighting your, your, your establishment. Go to Luke, the book of Luke quickly. Luke 22, I believe. From verse 1. Luke 22 from verse 1. Look at this. Now the feast of unleavened bread drew night which is called the Passover. And the chief priests and the scribes sought how they might kill him, for they feared the people. This is why they have to turn people against you. (laughs) They can't just come after you. They have to gather people against you because they know you are a majority with God. But they don't know how you are. Come on, come on. You see, when you're dressed and clothed in the spirit, you no longer look the way you look. You become a threat. But the threat is because you have become a giant even though you see yourself small. Remember the lepers were cast out of the city and they said, listen, if we stay here, we die. If we go, we may die. Listen, it's better for us to go. If we die, let us die. So they left. But as they were going, they did not know that there were chariots following them. There were chariots following them. And there were plenty of chariots that the enemies began to say that the children of Israel have hired the Egyptians and the Assyrians to come against us. Don't underestimate yourself. Don't look at yourself small. Understand that there is a majority, there is a backing behind you. That is why those who have made themselves your enemy need a group of people. They need to convince people. Because then maybe they have a chance to... 
Amen. Teaching. Amen. Maybe they have a chance to bring you down. But the goal is to distract you from purpose. Because the devil knows you are not a murderer, even though he wants you to be one. The devil knows you mean well, even though he wants you not to mean well. So his goal is to try and corrupt, interfere with your heart. In order for God to remove the garment he has put on you. Because the devil wants your demotion, not your promotion. Amen. I want you to hear me. The devil wants your demotion, not your promotion. Look at your neighbor, say neighbor. Neighbor. The devil wants your demotion, not your promotion. The devil wants your demotion, not your promotion. Find another neighbor and tell them the same thing. Are you hearing me? Yes. So comprehend this by the Spirit of God. Comprehend this. So the ultimate plan when you are Holy Ghost filled, when you are tongue speaking Christian, when you are Robasha, he knows the only one who can irritate you is another human being. He knows that. He knows if he comes, you shall, hey, fire of the Holy Ghost. He knows mm, this one I will lose. Let me find somebody to provoke them. This is why even in a relationship, if you are the prayerful one, you need to be watchful because the enemy can go after the weaker one in order to cause you to abort the mission. So when you are the one that is picked by God, you are the one that is praying, you are the one that is seeking God, be careful of the arguments that can be born in your own house, that can be born among your spouse or your brother, your sister, your cousin, because the plan is to destabilize you. The devil knows if I disturb you, if I shake the ground beneath you, you will turn against God. Notice the devil went after Job, took his family, took his wealth. Job was not moved. His final attempt, first he used his friends to go and tell him, you sinned against God, curse God and die. This was his friends, actually his friends said, you've sinned against God, repent, you are a sinner. He said, I have not done anything. Sometimes you need to also watch some people who come. You see, let me tell you something. Don't be foolish to go and give people prophecies. If you will not pray about it, if it is negative, it is not God. Even though it may be something that the devil is planning that is negative, if God reveals it to you, it's for you to pray. Don't go and tell somebody, I saw your house burning down. So what? Why didn't you pray? Then you have become an agent, you. Are you getting what I'm saying? Because if I see something negative, the first thing is I will pray and caution you. Is somebody hearing me? Because the devil can give messages too, but the goal is to destabilize you. Because he knows some Christians love good words. If they hear difficult words, they don't have the faith to stand on their two feet and say, Not in my house, not under my watch. I am part of a prophetic movement. I am part of revelation. 
I'm part of Revelation Nation. This is the year of the wind. No demon, no devil, no power can touch me. No one will die in my household. But the devil knows some people don't have that courage. They will begin to be paranoid. And the moment you're paranoid, you have opened the door to Satan. Because now he can use people to psychologically break you. You have to remember the greatest psychology on the earth is Satan. Satan's warfare is all mental warfare. That is what the devil is a master and a professional at. Mental warfare. He even tries to, pray, to play mental warfare with God. He tried it. How did he become an accuser of the brethren? He used the word of God against us. Lord, you say you are just God, but you're going to let her get away with this sin. You're going to let her get away with this sin. Yet your word, I know your word, your word cannot be broken. God has no choice but to punish. There is a book that, uh, 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 that, uh, um, that my, my spiritual grandfather, uh, uh, um, a man I love so much, Bishop Noel Jones, was telling me about a book. I forget. I, for, I think it was called Paradise Lost, if I can remember. And he was telling me about it and he was saying a quote that Satan said in the book which was written. He said, the one who defeated me is just stronger than I, not more intelligent than I. Not saying that God is not. Understand this is a book, it is not the Bible. But you have to understand that Satan believes he's extremely intelligent. You see, when God presented Job to him, and I taught this uh, a, a while ago, you have to understand that the devil was not saying God punished Job. He challenged God. God told him, have you seen my servant Job? There is none like him on earth. A man who fears evil, a man who loves God. Then do you know what Satan responded? He said, God, does he love you for nothing? Have you not blessed him? Have you not protected everything that he has? Have you not multiplied everything and all his substance? Do you know what he just told God? You bought his love. said he loves you not for nothing he bought you bought it you gave him everything why won't he love you take away everything let's see if he will love you notice what he just did there but he thought he was playing god but god used him as an agent to promote his amen so good are, are you comprehending what i'm saying so the devil will use close people to you sometimes the devil went and took hold of Job's wife and said, ah, why are you still loving God? Look at everything that is happening to us. Curse God and die. And remember, it is not like Job has a disease to die. He just has a skin issue. <laughs> he has lost everything. He's in despair. And your wife comes and tells you, curse God and die. So you are sentencing me to death. Look at this. And the chief priests and the scribes sought how they might kill him. For they feared the people. Huh? Verse 3. Then entered Satan into Judas, son named Iscariot, being of the number of the twelve. Now notice this. Satan can enter into your inner circle. Teach it, teach it. That is why I don't have a circle. I have a straight line. 
Amen. No one is behind me. No one is in front of me. I investigate everyone. I know which one is my Judas. And if you are my Judas, I select you personally. Because God will use you for my promotion. Amen. It's good. Come on. Come on. Are you hearing this? Yes. Satan can enter into your inner circle. If you read in John, Jesus was sitting at the, at the Passover table. And he said, this is my body. He said this and he said, one of you, to not, one of you will betray me. And everybody looked and said, Lord, who is going to betray you? Is it me? Is it me? Is it me? Peter leaned over to John and said, John, I know Jesus loves you more than everyone in this room. Can you ask him who it is? Because now everyone is paranoid because of the prophetic. Because we know Jesus knows who he is, but he's not saying who he is. But he just threw a bomb out there. One of you will betray me. So everyone begins to panic. John says, who, who is it, Lord, that will betray you? John said, whoever dips his bread into my pepper soup <laughs> is the one. So Judas comes, says, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> you can eat from God's table. And Satan can still get you. Many a church hurt in church. Because you ate with people on the Lord's table. But the same person is the one gossiping you. Okay, I want to talk. I want to be real. Maybe I should go to the overflow. good. I feel like the overflow, wave your hands if, you, if I'm preaching the truth. Uh -huh. Then you get offended. You say, but we used to pray together. I used to pray for you. You, you get hurt. Jesus said, the servant is not greater than who? The master. If they did this to me, they will surely do it to you. Yes. If your path is designed to follow the path of Jesus Christ, the Lord and Savior, guess what? Same thing will happen to you. Because without, remember, you are already carrying a cross. You are just waiting to be crucified. And without being crucified, you cannot be lifted. Our promotion does not come from smiles. It does not come from joy. It comes from a place of pain. Amen. If there is no one to cause you pain, there is no problem. That's it. Okay. Amen. I feel like people can hear me. Maybe I'm only speaking to my bishop. Maybe I'm only speaking to my apostle. Maybe I'm only speaking to Revelation Nation Online. But one of the realities of life is betrayal. Betrayal is a reality of life. There is no escaping it. Betrayal happened in the house of God in heaven. Betrayal will happen whether you say yes or no. Whether you bind it, whether you rebuke it, whether you tie it up and, and 
throw it with the Holy Ghost fire, nothing will change. Betrayal is your way to promotion. Amen. This is why you need to stop crying for people. When people live your life, praise God. Amen. When people enter your life, praise God. Amen. When people turn against you, praise God. Amen. When people bless you, praise God. Amen. The only consistent thing in your life must be the Lord Jesus. Amen. Must be the Holy Spirit. Yes. Must be your spiritual life. Yes. Nothing else. Hallelujah. Amen. Except God. Amen. Because betrayal Betrayal is how great things are birthed. Amen. Satan's agenda is very simple. Use the closest person. Use the closest person. <laughs> Use the closest person. Satan will... No, imagine... Jesus is at the table. Judas dips his bread, eats. He's, uh, mm, mm, this, mm, mm. <laughs> and John is looking like, hey. <laughs> and you have to remember, Jesus, our Lord, is called the Lion of the tribe of what? Judah. Judah. And, and Judas is also from Judah. The people who will betray you are usually your own people. It is always your own tribe. Moses is in the presence of God. God tells Moses and tells the children of Israel, you shall not marry outside your people. I have said it so. You will only marry... Uh, your, 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 your people. The reason why God did that was not because God doesn't believe in an interracial marriage. No, that's not the point. God did not want the contamination of his people because the nations they were neighboring were all idol worshippers. So God was trying to protect because if you bring somebody, and this is a relationship, uh, um, a relationship uh, uh, advice, when you bring somebody in, you're bringing their baggage too. You have to understand that. Solomon did his thing and guess what he brought other gods also so god is not you can marry whatever color you want it's no problem with god but for this case he wanted because he, he was the beginning of his nation he was beginning to restore his people so god tells them you shall not marry among other people now you have to remember the one who saved moses's life was his big sister miriam when they were killing everybody by the spirit of God, he took Moses, put him in a basket, and pushed him up the river. And pushed him to Pharaoh's uh, sister. And he was taken in and he was raised in the house of Egypt. Are you hearing me? And Miriam was a prophetess. God is the one who entrust, instructed her to do that. And the Bible acknowledges Miriam as a prophetess. Aaron, his big brother, was older Aaron was a priest. He was already serving God while they were still in bondage. Moses is just picked up by God. And by God's grace, he meets Jethro. And Jethro grooms him. And God uses him. He, he, he benefits from the relationship of Jethro with God. 
He becomes a friend of God because Jethro is a friend of God. You cannot get to a relationship with God where he did not grace you to get to. There is somebody that God has given something that can bring you into that place. Spiritual things are not different than physical things. If you want to succeed, many times it's about who you know. You can be the most gifted, you can be the most talented, but if you don't know somebody that can open the door for you, you're not going anywhere. It's the same thing with spiritual things. That is why you have the same Jesus, I have the same Jesus. But there are times you need my prophetic, you need my gift. Why? Because there is something I can get from him, you may not be able to get for him, Amen. from him. Good. At least not yet. Amen. Amen. Are you hearing this? Yes. So Moses ends up marrying an African woman because Moses, Loki, was African. He grew, he grew up there. He, he marries a sister. He brings, he, brings, he brings an Ethiopian woman. Uh, uh, Apostle, say that. Bishop, say it again, please. You have to say it. We caught you on camera today. Just one more. Please, I'm, I'm begging you, please. The black mystique. <laughs> Bishop. <laughs> uh, we need a repentance booth. <laughs> But, but hear me, hear me by the Spirit of God. He marries a woman against the law of God. And the brother and sister, you can tell that they never actually enjoyed seeing Moses being lifted. Because Miriam and Aaron begins to say, did God only speak by Moses? Does God only talk to Moses? I saved Moses' life. We raised this small boy. Notice. God comes down and chastises them. Not because Moses, remember God is protecting his friends. God is protecting his friend over his law. You see, you need to understand this thing about God. God values his relationship with somebody more than their mistake. Because he knows any mistake can be reversed. But losing somebody he loves, he cannot afford to do that. Because he died to rescue them. Is somebody catching me? Now watch this by the Spirit of God. Watch this. Judas betrays Jesus because he's his relative from his own house. Joseph, his own brothers... His own brothers gang up against him, threw him in a pit to actually kill him. It is one of the brothers that said, no, we can't kill him. He's our blood. Let us sell him. Whenever you see betrayal, don't take it personal. Hear me and hear me by the spirit of God. Don't take it personal because you may not know it is God redirecting you to where you should go. Many of you, God is redirecting you. You are thinking they're against you and they may think they're against you, but they're being used by God to point you to where you should go. I don't know if somebody can hear me. Judas is selling Jesus. Not knowing that Judas is in the plan to promote Jesus. 
to elevate Jesus. He goes and he sells him out. But that's what God wanted for his son to be lifted. Stop fighting your brother and your sister. I'm not saying hand roses to everybody. Some people need to be a distance from you. But have nothing against them. Love them from a distance. How do you know you have forgiven them, you've loved them? Is because you can pray for them. In your own prayer time, you can kneel down and say, Father, bless them. Remember them. Be good to them as you have been to me also. If you can do that, your heart is clear. God knows I can trust you to promote you, to lift you up in whatever place I've called you to be. Amen. The test of a child of God is when betrayal comes, what shall you do? The Lord Jesus is being crucified by his own people, the people he came for. He's on the cross crying, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. That a Roman soldier looked and said, surely this is the son of God. The identity, the sign that you are actually a child of God is not because you tie my yellow bow tie, you can re-ba-ba-ba-ba and somebody plays with you. You say, man, I used to be in the streets. Do you know who I used to be? Notice, instead of flexing of who you are with God, you begin to flex in who you used to be when you are with the devil. Amen. You have no idea what I can do to you, eh? It is a question, did the heart really change? Or the heart did not change. You have to understand this about God. Wealth means nothing to God. He can give you anything. But God would rather keep you than give you something that will make him lose you. Amen. That is the mind of God. God looks at you and you are too precious. Because remember, what does it benefit a man to gain the whole world and to lose the, your soul? Your soul is the most precious thing in the sight of God. So precious. Sometimes God will even allow ailment, sickness to come to a person to rescue them. If he thinks he's going to lose you, he can use some unfortunate event to bring you back to him. Because God will rather you make it to heaven than you succeed on earth but be a spiritual failure. Become somebody that carries a pure heart in the sight of God. Amen. There are certain things that you have to psychologically prepare yourself because they will happen. Many of us are taken by surprise when things happen because we have not prepared ourselves psychologically. You have to remember, your, your, your mind cannot tell the difference between imagination and reality. Your body validates physical things but your soul cannot touch things so it cannot tell the difference that is why whatever you think of you become so if you know that in life there will be people that will betray you you know that that is normal it can happen when betrayal happens you won't be shocked but if you think everybody is an angel the moment the devil will use them to touch you 
you turn on everybody and you become completely bitter and end up staining your own heart and losing your place in God. Betrayal is a real thing. Slander is a real thing. Learn to confide in God and not with men. Amen. Learn to pour your heart to God and not to people. Get to a place where you can get on your knees and vent to God. And God will give you a solution. Man won't give you a solution. They will store it and wait for the day that you mess up. They will use it as ammunition. That's human nature. You have to understand, men, if they have not been changed by God, it is their nature, it is their natural nature to be wicked. It is nature. It is human nature to see somebody else succeed, you start envying them. Very few people have a heart to applaud people when they are succeeding and to believe that if I apply myself and I pray, God will also elevate me. Very few people can do that. Majority of the people, 99.9999% will be bitter. I have friends that God, when God called me to start his work, I never wanted to do this. Some of them encouraged me to actually do what God wanted me to do because they knew my gift. They knew what God called me to do. And today some of those people don't even call me. I hear the things they say about me, I just say it's human nature. When I see them, they smile. And I smile and I hug them too because I always want my heart to be proper in the sight of God. Amen. When your heart is bitter, you cannot hear God. Amen. When you have anger in your heart, you can't hear God. I treasure the voice of the Lord Jesus so much that I cannot allow anybody to close my ears from hearing God. Amen. So good. So good. What is keeping you to your next dimension is investigate. Yes, my father may have done me wrong. Yes, my mother may have done me wrong. Yes, my husband may have done me wrong. My sister, my girlfriend, my whoever, my children. But how did I react? Am I keeping myself from where God is taking me? Am I restraining myself from where God is taking me? Will I sacrifice my destiny, my purpose of being born for people who are not even thinking about me when I sleep? Some of you need to pick up the phone today and call certain people and just say, you know what? I'm sorry. Not because you did anything wrong. But because you have realized your destiny is more important than anybody giving you baggage that is unnecessary. Amen. 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 Matthew chapter 6 says this, forgive us as we forgive those who trespass against us. People can sin against you. But if you didn't forgive them, you just set a standard for God also not to forgive you. Whatsoever a man shall sow, that shall he also what? You reap what you sow. So many have blocked their destiny in God. Simply because you have allowed betrayal to make you bitter, yet betrayal is your promotion. Yes. 
When you see people coming against you, praise God. Their apostles began to praise God when they saw people coming after them. They said, Father, they rejoiced because they were being attacked. They rejoiced because some, some people attacked them. They insulted them. They beat them. They said, Lord, we have been counted worthy to suffer for your name's sake. After that moment, the apostles became the most known apostles from that moment. Them were lifted to a place whereby you see spiritually, Peter who was struggling to cast out demons now can heal people by his shadow. There was a complete shift spiritually and physically. They could represent their Lord and Savior the way they should. Not everyone is a bishop. Not everyone will be a pastor. Not everyone will be a prophet. Not everyone will stand and preach. But you are called to a certain place. It may be inter entertainment. It may be the medical field. It may be whatever business. It may be whatever it is that God has appointed you to be. You are supposed to be a light that will point people back to him. Amen. But if you allow yourself to think people are coming after you, remember... If God is for you, who can be against you? So anyone that attacks you, he's, it's a losing battle. I, I don't know if you can hear me. Yes. Anyone that comes after you, it is a losing battle because if God is with you, who can be against you? Amen. Your destiny was not written by man, it was written by God. You are established by God. So what man does is, is of no consequence to you. That is why I don't care what people say about me or when I preach or when they make videos, splice videos. Guess what? I am still winning because they never called me. Amen. They never chose me. Amen. When I was a little boy, he appeared to me. They were not present. Stop allowing people to be validators of your calling, Amen. of your destiny, Amen. of where you're going. They were not there. Yeah. What does it matter what they say about you? It doesn't matter. Satan wants you to be bitter. He lost his place because of bitterness. He wants you to go down with him. Your accusers. Those who have betrayed you or will betray you. Count it as a blessing. The only thing that you have to maintain, the only thing that you have to maintain, pure hearts. Pure hearts. A pure heart. God will not keep anything from you. Maintain a pure heart. Be a steward of your heart. Be a steward of your mind. Evil things can be addictive. When people are slandering you, it is addictive to go and see what they are saying about you. That's what Satan wants. Don't indulge on negative things. The Bible says meditate on everything that is of good report. Everything that has virtue in it. Everything that will elevate you. Keep your focus on that. Why do you want to focus on negative things? There is somewhere God is taking you. This year should be a year of speed for you. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen.
Don't bring people from 2023, 2021, 1965 into 2024 and beyond. Let them stay behind. Don't carry bitterness with you. It's too much work. It is not healthy. It is, there's nothing to benefit from it. I want you to rise on your feet. We are going to pray. We are going to pray and you're going to speak to the Lord. And you're going to tell the Lord, thank you for those who rose against you. Remember, you will never know God's strength until people fight you. You will never know God is a healer until you're sick. You will never know God as a deliverer unless you need delivering. You will never know God as the one that can save unless you need saving. You will never know God as the God who makes a way where there is no way until there is no way to go forward. Certain things must happen in order for you to see God. Because God is invisible but is demonstrated and is manifested through things that happen in your life. That's when he can show up. Lift your, both your hands to him. Say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. I am grateful. I am grateful. That you have opened my eyes. That you have opened my eyes. To realize that all things work for my good. To realize that all things work for my good. Be it sickness. Be it sickness. Be it betrayal. Be it betrayal. Be it men speaking ill of me. Be it men speaking ill of me. Whatever happens around me. Whatever happens around me. Even my own mistakes. Even my own mistakes. They serve my good. They serve my good. Because I am your child. Because I am your child. You will never spit me out. You will never spit me out. You will never forsake me. You will never forsake me. You will never leave me. You will never leave me. You will hold me by your right hand. You will hold me by your right Father, hand. Father, I have been away from you. Father, I have been away from you. Thinking that I am close to you. Thinking that I am close to you. Because I have carried people in my heart. Because I have carried people in my heart. Today I let go of family members. Today I let go of family members. I let go of those I was helped to. I let go of those whom I helped, those whom I fed, that turned against me, my Lord and my God, today in the name of Jesus, Father, I let go of them. Purify my heart, that I may be a carrier of your blessing, that the blessing I will receive will go from generation to generation. It will go into my children and my children's children. Father, I want my family blessed. Father, I want my generations blessed. Father, purify my heart. Lift your voice and speak to God with your own words. Ask Him for the strength to forgive. Ask Him for the strength to let go. Lift your voice and speak to the Lord. Thanks for joining us. We trust that what you have received today will change your life forever. Please follow us on social media at Prophet Lovi and Revelation Church LA for updates, events, and teaching. If you are interested in connecting with this teaching, head over to ProfitLovi.com or RevelationChurchLA.org and click on giving. Revelation Church is located in Simi Valley, California 
and has prophetic service every Thursday night at 7.30 p.m. and Sunday service at 10 a.m. We'd love to see you there. Until next time, Shalom.